Welcome to Now Charleston. I'm Sam Spence. It's Wednesday, June 22nd. Now Charleston takes a look at a handful of issues three times a week and tells you why they're important. Hope you're having a good week so far. We've got five quick ones for you today. Let's go. Drink plenty of water and stay inside if you can today and tomorrow. Some of the hottest temperatures so far this year. Why the Port of Charleston could see a slowdown in the next few months. Plans to widen I-26 between Charleston and Columbia could get sped up. State health officials are prepping to administer COVID-19 vaccines to kids ages 6 months to 5 years. And an interesting new park proposal on the Ashley River. All that and more, starting now. Just a heads up out there, it is going to be in the mid-90s today in the Charleston area. Some of the hottest temperatures we've seen in South Carolina so far this year. A heat wave is expected to drift across the area today and tomorrow. So if it were me, I would be packing a second shirt and drinking a ton of water just to try to keep your energy up. Otherwise, that heat just makes you tired and then you feel even hotter. I've just kind of internalized the heat at this point, I think. I enjoy the super hot weather to some extent, actually. Maybe because it's usually when I'm outside at the beach or pool or wherever, usually somewhere I'm a shower or a swim away from being back to normal. I realize I'm totally fortunate in that respect. Um, So yeah, 95 here in Charleston today. Stay cool, y'all. So after an influx of traffic through the Port of Charleston during the pandemic, the state Port Authority says it expects a drop through the end of this year as demand slows, as demand slows, according to the Post and Courier. Um, But port officials don't exactly know how much those volumes will be affected and told the paper it might be one of the toughest years to forecast ever, even more than the pandemic. Outgoing Ports Authority leader Jim Newsom told the Post and Courier, quote, we're going to be very good through October, the normal peak season, and then we'll get back to more normal volumes. But I don't think we'll get back to where it was before the pandemic, unquote. Still, though, with the slowdown, expansion projects continue at the ports with a big new rail yard set for North Charleston behind the Chicora Cherokee neighborhood. Um, and they're building a barge system to move containers from Mount Pleasant to that new port in North Charleston. The Mount Pleasant port doesn't have any rail connections. The North Charleston port will once they finish that rail yard. The expectation being, of course, that the volumes will eventually bounce back. Oh, and in the interim, when the old port CEO is leaving and the other one is taking over, the state agency will be paying both of them more than half a million dollars, with Newsom taking a senior advisor role for a year. But for now... By the end of October, even port officials say that volumes will slow. State officials are looking to speed up the timeline on widening I-26 between Charleston and Columbia with new money, about $600 million of it in, told, in total. Right now, the plan is to expand I-26 to three lanes each way along the length of the road, that's two lanes right now, from outside Columbia to outside Charleston. Under the new plans, plans to widen the road would be sped up by as much as six years under the proposal. Uh, with everything being done by 2034. Six years sooner sounds fine, but can you imagine this thing being under construction until 2040? Jeez. I drove up and down this road a couple times last week. It's definitely busy, uh, we all know that, but I have a hard time believing that three lanes either way will be nearly enough, even, for the demand they're putting on these roads. I feel like it'll just be more space for all those trucks coming from the ports and all those extra cars from tourists coming to park outside hotels in Charleston. Um, Maybe I'm cynical, but even in Charleston and Columbia, where the roads are three lanes in some directions, uh, we still get traffic. 
There's this concept in road planning called induced demand that explains why bigger roads will just attract more traffic. It's a cycle that just repeats itself in many cases. There's just this blind, unending campaign to build more and more highways in South Carolina. It seems like politicians and agency bureaucrats want some progress to point to um, and don't seem to put much thought into alternatives or direct or indirect impacts of highway construction. I know there's a process in place for all of this uh, when these roads are being built, but still there doesn't seem to be much thought into alternatives. If this really was about making it easier for South Carolina residents to move faster between Columbia and Charleston, not just funnel trucks and tourists, uh, would the solution automatically be a bigger interstate? Of course, in South Carolina, all these roads are just awful anyway. Um, So I guess wait long enough to touch them and you'll just have to replace them with a larger one. Anyway, the good news is, The project sounds like it's on track to move even faster, Um, but that does mean we have to deal with all these orange barrels for another 12 years. Lucky us. Finally, some good news about kids and COVID-19 vaccines. DHEC has ordered almost 28,000 doses of vaccines for kids ages six months to five years with plans to work it into the state's existing vaccine system. Severe cases of COVID-19 are less common in young kids, but they do happen. And kids, of course, also can easily spread the virus to other kids or adults. Moderna's vaccine is uh, given in two doses, and Pfizer's is given in three. So this takes care of kids six months to five years, theoretically. But currently, even among kids that are eligible, less than a third of kids aged 5 to 11 are vaccinated in South Carolina. Of course, more information about this on nowcharleston.com or scdhec.gov. And finally, an editorial in the Post and Courier that caught my attention about a potential new park along the Ashley River. Apparently, years ago, Charleston County Parks Commission agreed to lease a piece of an old hospital property between I-26 and the river just south of the North Bridge up there. Um, They... We're going to lease it to an athletic training company. It doesn't really matter how the land was going to be used, but it was going to be public land that the public wasn't going to be allowed to use. Um, But that agreement didn't work out. And so now the county is determining a new use for the land. The Post and Courier editorial is advocating for it to be uh, land that the public can take advantage of on the waterfront. This is something that's kind of gotten under my skin uh, in a few instances of the past few weeks. Think about cities with good waterfront spaces. San Francisco, Chicago, Venice, Italy, uh, parts of New York City even. Uh, There are bustling areas along the water that are used by visitors and locals alike, and the priority is given to the community, even in areas that aren't just for sightseeing. Like in Charleston, most of the publicly accessible waterfront downtown is just for sightseeing. It doesn't really connect to anything, except for a small stretch up there by the aquarium. And they're trying to do it down there at the park, uh, at the waterfront park on Vendu Range, uh, just off East Bay Street. The long and short of it is that in all these places that that I cited as examples, there's ample public space for access to the waterfront. Right now, Charleston has opportunities to do this right in a few different situations, including the proposed park just south of the North Bridge, which may soon also have a bike pedestrian bridge connecting uh, West Ashley and North Charleston. That's a critical connection for some commuters, but could also be for recreational use if there was, say, a big park on one side or the other. Downtown, there's a huge piece of land near where the cruise port is now that's likely to soon be developed, most likely by a private company, maybe even a hotel developer. Um, But right now, that land is owned by the State Ports Authority. One proposal would sell it to a private interest that 
may not have the same priorities as the local community. Very likely may not have the same priorities. This would be a huge missed opportunity to say the least, and a huge potential blunder in the making at worst. In both these cases, priorities should be given to local residents. This is public land. This is land that we paid for with our tax dollars. There's definitely a higher and better use for all this land as it stands now. The port won't be a port anymore. Um, this old hospital property is on the water, but it's not being. it won't be used as a hospital property anymore. But we should demand community input on this and take part in it when it does happen. Um, this should be the norm. It seems like the Ashley River Project is on the right track, but downtown and who knows where else? What's next? Community input should always be the way on these. It's the right thing to do. That's all I've got for you today. If you have feedback for the show, you can leave a voice message at 843-474-1319 or email sam at nowcharleston.com. If you can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now, that's a big help too. As always, check nowcharleston.com for links and notes from today's show. And to be sure you don't miss anything, follow twitter.com slash nowcharleston and instagram.com slash nowcharleston. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with the next Now Charleston.